0: I couldn't sleep. So I tried to pray. You know, when you got a fever and you feel bad and try to lay down and you sleep a little bit and you wake up and you know how it is and you fight and you try to rest. So as I was sitting there, I began to try to pray. And I began to try to pray and that's what I that's all I did. I was trying. <laughs> I was trying. And I was trying to pray. And it seemed like I just wasn't getting anywhere. I wasn't going any higher than the ceiling. I mean, it was just nothing there. And so I just sit there for a while I just began to think, you know, meditate. And as I was sitting there trying to talk to the Lord, speaking to Him... He began to bring the Psalms to my heart. The book of Psalms. And as he began to bring it to my heart, I began to quote the Psalms. So God gave me a song in the night. And I believe the Lord's going to give me a song about that. I'm going to write a song. And it's going, to, it's, going to be, it's going to be titled, A Song in the Night. God gives you a psalm, P-S-L-A-M, psalm in the night. And as I began to quote that psalm, I remembered many psalms that I've uh, memorized over the years. As I began to quote these psalms, I began to feel healing come in. And rest, because when you're, when you're sick and you're tired and you're trying to rest, uh, you're fighting and you're fighting and you're resisting and you're struggling. But God gives us rest. So as we begin to say these songs, I begin to say them very slow, and listen to every word, and let it minister to me as God ministered His words to my heart, my soul. Amen. And it just over and over again, one psalm after another, began to just well up inside me. As I began to just talk to the Lord, I said, now, you know, this is is right, Lord. I knew He was listening. And I knew that I was receiving from God. And that he was ministering to me. And I knew it. And I didn't want to quit. (laughs) And I wasn't tired anymore. I just wanted to keep going. I said, Lord, I just want to keep, I just want to stay here with you. I want to be with you. I like like being with you. I want to stay right here with you. I don't want to go to sleep. I I want to talk with you. I want you to talk to me. And God begins to minister to my spirit, minister to my heart and minister to my mind. and those words began to begin to bring peace to my heart. And after a while, I said, "All right, I'm going to lay down here, Lord and I'm going to rest in your word." And I went right to sleep. And I woke up and I woke up sometime during the, later on, in a sweat. I said, "What is this?" God broke the fever, and I went to sleep. And I got me I had to get me. I had to, I had to kind of make things dry. You know, so I went and got me a blanket, put on there, and I lay down. I woke up a couple hours later, and I was in another sweat. <laughs> and from that moment forward, I, I began to recover. The time Saturday was here. I was my, my my temperature was normal. It's been normal since then. I'm still a little weak. The Lord says, give that boy something to eat. <laughs> His body needs some food nurse. You know, I've been eating soup all week. <laughs> oh, Lord. So anyway, so as I began to meditate upon how the Lord was ministering to me, I wanted to minister the same to you today. In the book of Psalms 103. If you want to read. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. The psalmist here realizes the greatness of God. and with all the faculties that he has within him with everything that he is he wants to bless the name of God because God is a great God and worthy of his worship he is worthy of everything. Listen to me. God, if God is God, then He is worthy of everything you got. God don't want no half-hearted worship. God doesn't want to receive penny, any worship. God doesn't want somebody worshiping Him with their lips. Huh? When we realize the greatness of God as Christians. The world can't realize that. They know that God is God. But they really don't know how great he is because they don't know him personally. Amen. They know how great he is by what they see, by his creation. His words have gone into all the world. There's not a language that they speak anywhere on earth that doesn't know the greatness of God in His creation. Not a place on earth. Paul says, not a place on earth. Says it in the Psalms, not a place on earth where His Word is not known. Which means without having to say anything, man can look up in the sky and know the greatness of God. He doesn't have to be a Christian. He doesn't, have to be a, he doesn't have to be anything. A religious man, he just just looks and he knows the greatness of God and the wonder of His creation. But there is a greatness of God that the psalmist is expressing here that he realizes. that no one else does. He's going beyond. He's reaching out to God. He is realizing God. Brother, when we come to church, brother and sister, when we come to church, we should... Feel this way. Sometimes we don't feel like worshiping. Sometimes we don't feel like praising God. Sometimes we just don't feel like. We're sick. Or we're troubled. Or our mind is somewhere else. But the psalmist with all of his faculties with everything that he has within himself, his soul, he is expressing praises and worship. He is saying, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. There's nothing fake about this. There's nothing insincere about this. It's absolutely pure, pure worship to God. I'm not going to hold back anything. I'm not going to withhold myself in any way. I'm going to, let, I'm going to turn loose and let everything that I am, I'm going to let it go. And bless the Lord. All that I know how. I may not know how to express myself like others do, but God knows my heart. Amen. You may not, you may not do exactly like the other fellow does, but God knows your heart, and we can't fool the Lord. Now, God, you know He's He's not He's not uh, you know He's not going to scorn us. But God's not a fool. He knows when it's real and when it's not. He knows when it's true. He knows when the heart is really crying out and raising, lifting him up from the very soul, the very heart of man. God knows when that's happening. And he delights in that. It's like when you love somebody and you love them with all of your heart. They know when you do and when you don't. If you half love somebody, they know it. But when you love somebody with everything you have with all of your heart, then they know that too. Husband and wife is the same thing. When you're treating your wife as you should, rightly, And not approaching her or treating her half heartedly, or she knows there's something wrong when you don't. You know, if if I'm not saying a certain word a certain way, she knows. (laughs) If I'm not expressing certain words in a certain manner, she knows there's something not right there. Are you upset with me? Well, I said the same thing I said yesterday. Yeah, but you said it in a different way. <laughs> huh? Well, you can't fool your wife. And you can't fool God. <laughs> so the psalmist is giving all that is within him. And oh, how he wants to. If you really want to worship God, if you really want to talk to God, if you really want God to hear you, and to let, and you really want God to know that you know how great he is and that you worship him, if you really want to do that, you can do it. He's there. Huh? He's there. You can if you don't know how to express it, then just sit there a while and wait. Pretty soon, He'll give you a song in the night. He'll give you the song in your blues. <laughs> he'll, give you, he'll give you a thought in your blank mind. And as you begin to think, you begin to exalt. In one psalm, David said, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is that name in all the earth. Who has set thy glory above the heavens. Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength that thou might put to silence the enemy and the avenger. As I was reading this, not reading it, I was quoting it as I was thinking about this. Is not David speaking of himself? As he thinks of how excellent and how great that God is. How awesome. God is greater than anything. And yet. Out of the mouths of babes and sucklings. Could David be thinking of himself. I was but a boy. When you called me. I was just a babe. In the woods. And yet. You laid your hand on me. And out of this, out of this, you have perfected praise. What is man? What is man that you are mindful of him? Or the son of man that you come to visit him? He said, when I consider thy heavens the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, think about it. Every single person has gone out sometime during the night and looked up in the sky on a clear night when the stars were shining brightly everywhere. Man, I've been to California when... Way up on high on the mountain out there somewhere, I forget, somewhere, what was it? Somewhere in Yellowstone, not Yellowstone, uh, Yosemite. Boy, you get out there at night, summertime, man, and the sky is clear, and the stars are so brilliant. Every one of us has looked up at night and seen the stars. David did too. And he would stand out on his porch and look up at night at the stars just like we have and gaze the wonder of God's creation and just stand and look at the stars. When I consider the work of thy fingers and there's the moon and the stars. What he's saying is the greatness of God, the magnificence of God It's beyond man's. It's beyond anything. God is so great. What is man? What is this little old man that you're even mindful of? You did all these things. You put all the stars and the planets and the moon and the sun. And you created everything around us. And what are we in all of your creation? How do we figure into your plan? Why are we important? Why do you even come to visit us? You're so great. You're so big and so powerful and so wonderful and so beyond what words can express God you're so high and mighty why would you even want to come and take time with us why would you want to spend time with me I'm nothing I'm a speck I'm a speck But it's through me and through you that God perfects praise. Hallelujah. A psalm in the night. Hallelujah. Oh God, with everything that I have, The ant can't do that. (laughs) The cow can't do that. The horse can't do that. The goat and the sheep and the pigs, they sure can't do that. All they want is something to eat. All they care about. The fish, they ain't gonna do it. But everything that is within Everything that I am, and I am your creation. You made me, and God said, It is through you, it is through each and every one of us that He perfects praise, that He is glorified, that He is exalted. It is through you, not anything else, anybody else, but through you. Hallelujah. Does God hear you in the night? He can hear the smallest prayer, the smallest praise. He can hear you when you come to him with all. doesn't matter where you are or who you are or what you are or where you are or what the situation is or how dark it is or how sick you are or how down you are, wherever you are, praise God. Come to God with everything that you are. Lord, I ain't much, but you made me. (laughs) Next time you look in the mirror, remember that. Say, Lord, I sure don't look very good, but you made me. (laughs) Like it or not, I'm yours. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I will rejoice in the fact that I belong to him and he belongs to me. And when that, yes. when that begins to happen, man, something begins to click on the inside and God begins to be glorified in his heavens. Yeah. And that's why he created us. So that's why you come down here to visit with yes. us. <laughs> And Lord, you're worthy of every bit of it. Amen. And not only is he worthy, and not only is it right, but good. God's not only a God worthy of praise and worship, and He is God, praise God, and everybody should bow down. But it's not only that, but He's also, it's also a good thing. Don't get too close to me, I'm not spit on you. <laughs> it's also a good thing. It's a good thing. And it's so good that you just want to sit right there. When you go to heaven, what do you think you're going to do? I'm going to sit right down at his feet for about a million years. Well, I never heard of Satch. You're going to sit right down before him at the throne and just gazing into his face. Is going to be so wonderful and so good that you're not going to want to move from that spot for about a million years. Let me say, all right, that's ridiculous. That's because you're carnal minded and don't understand what I'm saying. What is man? You made him a little lower than angels. You made him a little lower than the angels. Jesus was made a little lower than the angel too. He was made like unto us. You made him a little lower than angels but you crowned him with glory and honor. You know it's an honorable thing. It's an honorable thing to know It's an honorable thing to enter into His presence. It's an honorable thing to worship Him. It's an honorable thing for Him to come to you and be real in you. You have crowned Him with glory and honor. Thou hast put all things under his feet. We don't see yet all things put under his feet. But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than angels. He was crowned with glory and honor. All sheep and oxen, yea, yea, the beasts of the fields, the fowls of the air, the fishes of the sea, and whatsoever passes through the paths of the seas. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. The glory of God rests upon The glory of God. How is that? Through Christ. Through Christ. Through Christ. Everything that God planned for us this morning, everything that God planned for your life, He did before the foundation of the world, and He planned that in Christ Jesus. We are crowned in His glory. The one psalm that he says there, we'll read some more of his psalms. Listen. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. He's not forgetting the law of of gratification here. Of being grateful. When you truly worship God, when you truly worship God, you begin to be grateful for what God has done in your life. It just automatically begins to come out of you as you begin to see the greatness of God. You begin to be grateful for what he's done for you. Forget not all of his benefit. It doesn't mean, oh boy, I got a lot of good stuff coming. No, it means what God has already done in your life. In Jesus Christ, we have all that God wants us to have in Christ has already been given to us. Sometimes as Christians, we act like, oh, I don't have anything. Yes, you do. You got everything. Hallelujah. That's right. When you got saved, God didn't strip you of anything. He gave you everything. Amen. You want wisdom? You have it. You need knowledge? You have it. You need understanding? You have it. You need joy? You have it. Amen. Hallelujah. So I'll tell you what, I just made up my mind. I said, God, I thank you today for the wisdom that you've given to me. I thank you today for the understanding you've given to me I thank you today for the peace And the joy and the love That you have given to me I thank you today for what you've given to me Amen. Oh but if somebody just loved me You got love honey God gave you all of his love Amen. Somebody can just understand me You got understanding. God understands understand all about you <laughs> <laughs> and if you need anything it's, it's on account it's deposited it's deposited in your name and if you need anything just go, go to the clerk and he'll give it to you <laughs> amen some of us some of us Need to go there. I "Uh I see you hadn't been to this one in a while where you need wisdom. (laughs) This one hadn't been drawn on for a while. (laughs) But everything you need, God has given to you. Bless the Lord and forget not. God is so great, but listen, God is wanting us to know how great he is towards us. If it wasn't for you, Lord, I wouldn't have what I have. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be where I'm at. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't just be as far along as I am in life. You brought me thus far. So when I consider how great you are, God gave me a song. Maybe some of you heard it on the the online. It's called "The Wonder of His Love." kind of goes right along while I'm preaching. Think of it. It says, I go out late one night and behold the stars, see how great God is and all the creation. But God gave me a thought. Well, I, I realized as I was writing a song, as I was writing a song, I said, God, you're so great. But the greatest thing about you is your love me he created all these things and done all these wonders and there's nothing you can't do and you're greater than all things and yet the love you have for me is the greatest thing about you what you planned for me amazes me you can do all these things and did all these things and all this out there that we don't even know about the wonders and the greatness of your power and magnificence and wisdom and power and understanding all that you are. In God, you are, you are infinite in wisdom infinite in your power. You are, you are everywhere at all places at all times and at the same time, Lord, you're God and you're so great and yet you cared enough for me. This little speck, this little thing you created, I'm the smallest thing in the universe you've created, God. And you cared enough about me to send Jesus. So forget not all of his benefits. Who forgiveth all thy iniquities. Who healeth all. Somebody say, "Oh, who healeth? Who healeth? Oh, thy diseases. Who redeemeth thy life?" destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies. Crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercy. That's our crown. our crown we're looking for reward we're looking for glory we're looking to be proud he has crowned us with loving kindness and tender mercies hallelujah What is your crown? You know, we sing a song. When we get to heaven, we're going to get a crown. You know, we're going to trade our cross for a crown. Your crown is His loving kindness and tender mercy. Who satisfieth thy mouth Good things. Good things. God, God doesn't give us leftovers. That's right. And scraps. He gives us good things. God doesn't give us second hand religion. Either. <laughs> he gives us a real relationship. With himself. God doesn't give us, he didn't, he didn't throw us, He didn't just throw us a, a, a crumb. He spreads the table. And I'm talking about when God spreads the table, brother, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a spread. <laughs> Hallelujah. How many likes dinner? I remember we was called Dinner on the Ground. I remember that? Yeah. Yeah. We were little kids. I said, We're going to have dinner on the ground Easter, Easter Sunday morning. Yes, <laughs> our Sunday afternoon. We're going to have dinner on the ground. Well, when God, spreads, when God spreads the table, the best of the best of the best of the best. When God feeds you and gives you, it's His very best. But He's not trying to feed our greedy, lusty flesh. But he's giving us, because he's a loving father, he's giving us the things that he knows is best for us. Right. And he says, This is good. <laughs> but I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> but this is good for you. But I don't understand. You will. Hallelujah. 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 And no further, we go down the road somewhere in life. We, we come to the certain point in life. We say, Yep, yeah, now I understand. I know why you did this. And I know why you told me that. Now I know. Lord, you're so good and you were right. Amen. Yeah. He, he, he feeds you with good things. We're not just talking about T bone steaks. Or whatever steak you prefer. We're not just talking about gourmet meals here. We're talking about the things in life that make life good for you. That settles you and completes you and makes you strong. Amen? Amen? It makes you a child of God. It makes you a person, hallelujah, who knows and understands and is full of love. A person that's wise. A person who doesn't jump the gun all the time. Not a person who's always putting the cart before the horse. Not a person that's always running ahead and getting ahead. Of God and everything. God teaches us how to wait. He teaches us how to live. He teaches us how to be wise. He teaches us how to understand. He teaches us how to love. He teaches us how to pray. He teaches us how to worship. He teaches us how to be a child of His. He teaches us how to be a child of heaven. Not a child of this earth, not a child of this flesh, not a child of doubt and fear and unbelief, but a child of glory. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. When you get to heaven, it's going to be that way. It's going to be that way right now in your life, in your heart and in your mind. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. What you got this morning, what we got this morning, the angels desire to look into it. We think, well, that's her little heart. She's just a little angel. No, she's not. She's a child of God. (laughs) I would not be an angel though they behold his face. Huh? I would not be an angel though they behold his face. Angels are God's servants. But I'm his child yes, by grace. Yes, yes. Which one would you prefer? We're not little angels. We're little devils. <laughs> That's what they are. They're little devils. <laughs> Oh, Lord, our Lord, child of God. We come to church. We're not coming to church to worship some other God. We're coming to worship our God. Amen. We're living in this world not to live for some other God. We're living for our God. When we get down to pray, we're not praying to some other God. We're praying to our great and mighty God. Hallelujah. When we ask of him, we're not asking something that can't hear us. We're not talking to the God that made us. Hallelujah. Child of God. Talk about glory. Boy, that's the glorious thing you could ever be is a child of God. You're not the child of man. You're not something because somebody said you are. You're something because God said you are. Amen. Hallelujah. Nobody can decree but God. God decreed it. He satisfies your mouth with good things. Now listen to this next part. So that thy youth. Everybody say youth. youth. Now say sweet youth. sweet youth. Say oh to be 10 years old again. <laughs> oh to be a kid again. How many times we said oh to be a kid again. You don't remember when you was a kid. Foot loose and fancy free. Oh, yeah. Not a care in the world. Not a worry about. Not a worry one. Not anything, man. Just 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 get up and run and go out the door and play all day. Come in when your mama calls for supper. Yeah. If she can find you. Yeah. Sit down and eat a good meal. Oh, yeah. Go listen to the radio or turn on a stupid television, and watch gun smoke. Yeah. Yeah. Say your prayers and go to bed. One well, a life. Boy, it's a life of rally. To be a kid again. So that that youth is renewed. David's an old man. I'm an old man. I'm an old. I'm old. Quit thinking the way we think. and start saying what God says he shall renew your youth so that thy youth is renewed like the eagle Well now, well now, well now, well now, well now, well now. No, that's that's that's, that's it. The Lord gives you his strength. Amen. Even when even when it, it's absolutely impossible. That's right. Anybody look at you and tell it's impossible. You can look at yourself and you know it's impossible. Look at your situation, it's impossible. That's just that's just unreasonable that's just that's not even that's not scientifically correct that's not biologically correct that's not humanly possible I mean the laws of nature dictate here that he said I will renew your youth as an eagle David said, these are all of his benefits to me. Remember them. David was getting up in years himself. But he could go out to fight. David would go ahead of his army and go out to meet the enemy. Thousands upon thousands. Thousands. Thousands upon thousands. He said, Lord, you're my shield. You're my buckler. You are my strength. You've caused me to run through a troop (laughs) and leap over a wall. Hallelujah. Lord, when the enemy surrounded me all around, and I was hemmed in. and had my sword in my hand and I was swinging the sword. And the enemy kept coming everywhere. And I kept swinging my sword and they surrounded me. Said somehow or another, Lord, you lifted me up. When it felt like I was being crowded in and it's going to overwhelm me. Lord, you backed me up and lifted me up on high. And put me up above the heads of my enemies. They can't even reach me. I will renew your youth. I will give you strength in the midst of your battle. I will cause you to overcome when the odds are impossible. When everything's against you, I will make you to overcome. Why? Why? Is he or is he not a great God? well he's a he's a pretty busy god uh, he, he, well you know if he, if he if he's got time that's the kind of God he is why does he cause all these things to happen because God is a great What is the secret to overcoming in this life? Realizing how great God is, and trusting Him for that, and believing it. You know what the Lord? The Lord made that so real to my heart here of late. Like I told you a while ago, from now on, I'm going to stop asking God for certain things and I'm going to start thanking Him for it. It's already given to Him. Why is that? Because He's a great God. Hey, God's not some little meager God and he got meager youngins. Hallelujah. People talk about, well, when you were a kid, you used to go to church and be barefooted. Let me tell you something all of God's children got shoes. God's not a meager fairer, He's a mighty God. God's not just barely making it, trying to make ends meet. He made the ends <laughs> from the beginning, Amen. the beginning from the end. Amen. He did it all. Praise God. God is a mighty God. So therefore, if God is a mighty God, everything he does in me is mighty. Hallelujah, yes. If he's a mighty God, brother Elder, Elder Bob, then everything about him is mighty and everything he's got in plan for me is a mighty thing. Amen. You say, well, my life ain't much. I'm just a plain, simple man. I ain't got much. I just live from day to day and I'm pretty happy where I am. Let me tell you something. You believe in God and everything about your life, God is doing something mighty in your life. Hallelujah. Just take a look at yourself for a minute. When others around you are failing, when others around you are doing without, God has blessed your life and calls you to have things and do things that others don't have. Look at Brother Robin here this morning. He comes up here to vet and he's gone through all kind of hell on earth lost some of the part of his limbs and, and, and crippled and, and got problems. You know what? He's still here. He comes every Sunday. Yeah. 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 He could complain and grime and, and, and whine to God, but you know what? I believe he realized in his own heart and in his mind and his spirit and his soul that his God is great. Hallelujah. And even though he ain't got that leg to walk on, brother, one of these days you hold on to Jesus and he's gonna give you a set of brand new legs. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When Jesus comes after us it takes us to glory, next time you see Robin, he's going to look like somebody else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he ain't going to look like himself right now. Neither are you. Neither am I. We're going to be changed. Made like unto his glorious body. Our God is a mighty God. Hallelujah! And it's those thoughts, it's those truths, it's those words, it's that promise that we have fulfilled in Christ. It's everything that we have in Christ. Hallelujah! All right. All right. That's what makes me to realize that I'm going to bless God and be grateful for all that God gives. And all that He is, and all that He is, He is to me. Let me. This is what hit me. All that God is, He is to me. Amen. Say that with me. All that God is, He is to me. Hallelujah. Katie, you can write that down on Facebook. All that, God is, All that God is, he is to me. Hallelujah. Ain't that right, Brother Brandon? He told me to tell everybody hello from Ireland. He called me, did I tell you he called me and said he's going to be here? Yeah, he's going to be here in September with his wife. Crazy guy, he comes over. Here. <laughs> no, I love him. I love you, Brandon. You may come all the way over here and be with us this little place here. There's got to be something real going on there, man. There's got to be some, some connection there, man. He realizes the greatness of God. And he wants it. And he wants to be around it. And he wants to be part of it. And he's reaching out for it. Why? Because God is great and what God is doing is great. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, and sometimes to the world it may look foolish and ridiculous. And it may look Impossible. But that's okay. God is still great. And what He does, He can do the impossible. What is impossible is possible with God. What seems, what seems ridiculous to man is the very thing God wants to do. What seems to be foolish to man is the very thing that God calls wise. The very thing that the world rejects is the very thing that God accepts and what God wants. Amen. Amen. What God does in your life hallelujah, is something more than what anything else could happen to you. And praise God, what he does, nobody else can do. What God does in your life, you are not going to find it anywhere in this world. That's what makes it great. That's what makes it glorious. That's what makes it perfect for you because you're not going to find it in this world. That's why people are coming here. They ain't find it anywhere else. They find it here. It ain't because of Brother Bob or you. Anymore. It's because of God. is doing a work in their lives. And when God is working, it's a mighty thing. Amen. And if you don't believe that, just ask the person he's working for, that he's doing the work in their lives. If you want to know? Go ask them. We're well, all know God for great or not. Why don't you go ask somebody that God's working in their life about and see how great he is. So they'll set you right down and just tell you a thing or two. Let me tell you, let me tell you, you don't know what's been going on in my life, and I want to tell you what God's been doing in my life, and that's a mighty thing in my life. Hallelujah. And they'll have to sit there and say, hmm, where can I get me some of this? <laughs> you think God will do something for me? <laughs> Hallelujah! I thought what I was doing, what I wanted, where I was going, who I am, was was pretty good. But boy, sound like you got me beat! <laughs> I thought I could do it all, had it all, went all, had everything I wanted. But sound like you got it over on me, man. Tell me where I can get some of this at? Because what God does is great. What God does is mighty. He will renew your youth. You can be up in years. And, like the old worldly song says, you're young at heart. I go Frank Sinatra. God will make you young in your spirit. If your body, you know, your body may not want to move. But boy, my spirit is just <laughs> Amen. You won't be worrying about it. You know, used to, used to, used to, you know, get up from the chair we turn around and look, see if everything got up. <laughs> you don't worry about that no more. That's right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because when the Lord moves in your heart and the Lord is real in your spirit and real in your mind and soul and goodness is there, man, Hallelujah! You're dripping with honey, Hallelujah! It's sweeter than honey in the honeycomb. It's better. Thy loving kindness is better than life. I want to live. I want to live. Get a hold of the goodness of God. It's better than life. Do you understand what I'm saying? The world says, I want to live. If you really want to live, if you really want to know what is sweet, and good in life. If you really want to have something to live for. Then just struggling and money and materials, things and houses and lands, cattle and children. Oh, God will bless us with a lot of things in life. God blesses us with many things. He's good God. He remembers that we are dust. He remembers that we are of the earth. And He knows that He put us here to live, to abide on this earth. And all that He provides for us, He gives to us. He opens His hand freely and satisfies the desire of every living thing. Oh God, how excellent is your name all the earth. Lord, your mercy towards me, your goodness towards me, your faithful loving kindness. all that I have and all that I know and all that I am because of you. Lord, you're the the greatest thing in my life. Lord, you're the sweetest thing in my life. You bless me with children, but you're sweeter than my children are. You blessed me with a wonderful wife, but you're great. You're more wonderful than my wife is. You blessed me with good things, God. You've given me so many things. You've done so much in my life. But you, you're the greatest thing in my life. Where would I be without you? Where would I be? Without you, God. What would I be? Where would I go? Where would I be now without you? I realize it's you. You're the one behind it all. You're the one that caused all this to happen in my life. You're the one that made this happen in my life. And I give it all to you. I give it all to you. You gave it to me, Father, to have and to use to bless me. And now I bless you with all that I have. All that I have is yours. We got so many preachers today talking about giving money. You bless God with your money, 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 money. But let me tell you something. Everything you got belongs to God. Amen. Amen. I don't beg for money around here. You want to give, you give. And Jesus said, Give, it shall be given to you. Press down, shaken together, and, and running over shall men give into your bosom. Right. Yeah. There is a law for sowing and, and, and reaping. But all that you have. Because my focus is not on the blessings. But the blesser. My focus is not on the living. But the liver. (laughs) The liver. Therefore with everything that is in me. If I could bring my chickens and my goats and my camels and my cows in with me, that would get in there and teach them how to praise you. We'd well, all praise your name together. Everything that I have, all that you've given me. That's why when you—that's why when God intended when you when you have a family, you raise your kids. You know how you raise them up. You raise them up. To, so our, our kids kids, all gather around now. Let's praise God together. All of you gather around me now. I'm gonna we'll teach you how to pray. Well, let's all pray together. You know why? Because you're saying, God, all that I have, all that is mine, all that is mine is yours. I come to you. I give them to you. I bring them to you. All that I have. But more than what I have, it's all that is within me. I bless your name because you are a great and a mighty God. And I am grateful. For all of your benefits towards me. You forgive all my sins and heal all my diseases. You know when the Lord brought the children of Israel out of Egypt. He caused all those those, uh, plagues to fall on the Egyptians. Remember? And he brought them out. And he said, I am the Lord thy God that healeth thee. None None of those plagues came upon them. He healed them. Which means... He prevented all that from happening to them. He saved them. I am the Lord that heals you. I am the Lord that provides for you. I am the Lord that will take care of you. I am the Lord that will give you food in the wilderness. I am the Lord that will give you water when there's a desert. I am the Lord God that will never forsake you. I am the Lord God who will show you the way. I am the Lord God that brought you up. I am the Lord God that delivered you. I am the Lord God. I am him. Why do you look to the other gods of Egypt? What do they do for you? There is no other God. God said, there is no other God than me. I am alone in God. Amen. Beside me, there is no other. And everything that was in me. So what is church all about then when we come together? That's what it's about. To lift up and bless the name of our God. What is prayer all about when you're at home praying alone, when you're in the living room worshiping God, whatever you're doing? Well, I have my time in prayer. Well, what is your time in prayer? Your time in prayer because God is great. When you're in time in prayer, lift up all that's within you to him. He's worthy of that. Boy, I'll tell you what. uh, You give all you got to your husband when he comes in the front door. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Or your wife. When you get mad and angry, you're going to give him all you got. Ain't God worthy of that? Give Him all you got. He don't want a piece of your mind. He wants all of it. He don't want a piece of your heart. He wants all of it. He don't want you to, you know, well, well, if i got time, Lord, I'm going to find a little extra time here. He don't want no extra time. (laughs) If you're going to give Him time, give Him some time. If you're going to pray, give him your heart. If you're going to, if you're going to read his word, believe what he says. <laughs> if you're going to listen to him, give him the, give him the respect enough to believe what he says. Amen. Honor him. Respect him. Love him. Cherish him. Believe him. Worship. I want you to remember what I'm saying this morning next time you get down to pray or worship. It would be a good thing to remember every time we come to church to worship. As well for me as you. That we give God a hundred percent. That we worship God with everything in us. That we bless the Lord With everything that is in it. No hold barred. Everything. Open wide the gates. Open wide the gates. Everything that is in us. The floodgates of your soul. Then the channels open. How many want your channel open? And your channel's open to glory itself, and the glory of the Lord will come down. It flows like a river, it feels like a rain when the glory of the Lord comes down. It wipes. Away my tears. It speaks away my fears. When the glory of the Lord comes down. It makes the lame to walk. It makes the dumb to talk. When the glory of the Lord comes down. It makes the blind to see. It gives me victory when the glory of the Lord comes down. Hallelujah. Father, thank you this morning. Hallelujah. But now, Lord, we are open to you. Now our hearts are open, filled with the greatness of your goodness. Lord, just overflow us with your glory your presence. Thank you, God, for all that you've done for us throughout our lifetimes. Thank you, God, for us of all of our sins and our shortcomings, our complaints, our grumblings, our doubts. Thank you, Father, for delivering us from all the diseases and all the catastrophes in the world. You keep your hand upon us. Deliver us, God, in times of trouble. And Lord, when our bodies grow weak and sick, you give us healing and make us strong again. And Most of all, God, you strengthen our spirits and cause us to fly like an eagle in our spirits. Fly to the highest heavens where you dwell. And we're filled with the love and the presence of God that is more than the whole world itself. That is more than all the things that you've created to be filled with you, to know you. Oh, Father, you are worthy of all of our praise and all of our thanksgiving. Thank you, God, this day In Jesus' name. Everybody said, Amen. Hallelujah.